Have you ever had this thought, I can never seem to get ahead? Or maybe this one, I have no idea what I'm doing. We've been there, and you probably have too. Unfortunately, confusion and frustration are normal for men today. Comparison, escapism, and all kinds of regrets usually have one of these involved. But the good news is this, no matter which one you're dealing with, the answer is the same. Focus on the fundamentals. Most of the outer issues we face can be improved or even solved by dealing with a few inner markers we call the fundamentals. We believe you can begin to take your life to the next level by becoming strong in the fundamentals of your life. So we wrote a free PDF called The 4D Model, Mastering the Fundamentals of Real Success. This PDF will show you what the four fundamentals are and how these key areas are foundational to the success of every man. You'll learn how to start a journey within that transforms the way you live your life and navigate your circumstances. Now, why did we make this PDF? So you can have a tool to learn how to focus on the four fundamentals, because when you do, long-lasting success can happen in your life. Get your free copy of the 4D Model of Success at thrivingman.com. Did you ever play the quiet game as a kid? Now, as a parent, you love this game. <laughs> hey, kids, we're going to play the quiet game. And, you know, some kids actually think it's a real game. Oh, I'm going to play. And, and you probably did that too once or twice. But then eventually you kind of figure it out that, oh, wait a minute, they just want me to shut up right now. In elementary school, I remember they had us walk down the hall and we would hold our fingers over our mouth. You know, it's that outward symbol of, hey, stay quiet, be quiet. And, and I really think today we have a lot of men who are going through life with their own version of the quiet game. I'm not saying they're holding a finger over their mouth or doing anything like that, but they're living their lives as if something is over their mouth because they won't speak up. And we need men to speak up today, but they're suffering from silent man syndrome. Let's find out why on today's show. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. It was France, 1943. A crowd of men, women, and children huddled together at their train station. They were dressed for a long journey and standing holding their bags, their last possessions at their sides. And they spoke in low tones to each other because surrounding them were armed men in the grim uniform of the SS. Now the SS is the feared wing of the Nazi army and they surrounded the travelers. The people who were shivering on the platform holding their last possessions, they were not criminals, they were Jews. They were French Jews who had been hauled from their homes by the occupying soldiers and the French Nazi sympathizers. Now the non-Jewish French watched these events unfold with increasing concern. After all, these people were their neighbors, their friends. Their group included the watchmaker from down the street and his family, the little boy who sold newspapers every day, the old lady who made beautiful quilts. Now they were being relocated. The plumes of smoke could be seen even before the train was heard. 
Now the townspeople, they cast a nervous eye toward the train platform as the black suit belching locomotive ground to a halt. Armed guards herded the Jews into the train cars, and some of them noticed that other Jews were already in the train cars. All the people went cooperatively, putting up no resistance. The observers wondered why this was taking place, but they told themselves that, you know, things will be fine. There's no need to worry about these friends and neighbors. They were in good hands. Now, how could they believe that? because neatly printed in French on the door of every boxcar was the reassuring logo, Charitable Transport Company. Now we have the advantage of hindsight here. We look back on that and we say they, they should have known, they should have done something. But many people were silent. They, they maybe had suspicions, they weren't sure. But many people were silent while the Holocaust happened. Over 6 million Jews were killed. And the argument the Nazis offered at the Nuremberg trials was, how can you come from another culture and condemn what we did when our culture said it was acceptable? And, and you think about that. Did they really say that was acceptable? Or did many people not know? And I think, did many people just stay quiet? I fear one of the problems facing our country today is that too many men are silent. There's a lot of things going on in our world, and it doesn't matter what side of the political aisle you're on, you can see that we're not in the greatest shape as a country. And I think a lot of it has to do with the silence of men. You see, many men today are silent when they should be speaking up. But a lot of us as men, we've lost our voice and our influence in society. We've let our voice be robbed from us. We've let our influence be taken away. Now, I don't think it's something that men even realize they've lost because that's what was modeled for them. They didn't have a dad or a man in their life who maybe showed them how to do it. Maybe there wasn't a man at all, but it hurts us today. You see, men aren't speaking up today. They're not leading the way they should. And their silence is something that's guaranteed in their life by some specific aspects. So what we're going to do is talk about those aspects today. And I'm going to ask you to kind of look at your own life. And maybe your silence is being influenced by these. Because silent men are insecure. Silent men are busy. Silent men are distracted. And silent men are shameful. All right, the first area of silent man syndrome that we deal with as men is the fact that silent men are insecure. When a man is insecure, he's living his life for the approval of others. And by nature of that, he stays pretty quiet. As I look back over my teen years and my 20s, I'm really pained by the insecurity I lived with. I was eaten up with insecurity. As a teenager, now a lot of teenagers are insecure by nature of just being teenagers, but I had it really bad. And it affected everything I did, how I acted, who I hung around, everything. And then in my 20s, I started kind of becoming an adult and figuring things out, but I still was super insecure. And it really kept me from growing and being the man I could be. There's a lot of things I look back and, gosh, if I had only done this, if I had learned this, if I could have done that, and I'm sure we've all done that, but when I look back, I see a lot of insecurity. 
And so I finally started dealing with it in my 30s. And I spent the 30s dealing with it. And even today, I can I can look and see some of the voices that go on in my head. They're really born out of insecurity. And the reason for that is insecure men, we tend to morph ourselves into whatever we need to be to find acceptance. You see, to an insecure man, acceptance is the most important thing. So they'll, they'll change and do just to be accepted by whoever they think is important at the moment. We see this in men who often change their opinion. When they talk to you, they're for one thing. When they talk to someone else, they're with the other. And you're like, wait a minute, I thought, I thought they thought this. And you see them changing their opinion. And you think, why are they acting like that? Well, a lot of times it's because they're just insecure. And what the man will do is he'll change who he is based on who he hangs around. You know, you've seen that with guys who, you know, they hang around, you know, get people from church and they act very church-like. And then they hang around other people who don't act church-like and they change who they are. You know, we all saw it in high school and junior high, but even as adults today, we see men who get around specific men and they change and you're like, who, who are you? And the problem is they're eaten up with insecurity. Now, I'm not saying men can't learn and grow and change. They should. That's normal and that's good. However, too many men spend so much time seeking acceptance, they never find their own voice. They don't know what they think. They don't really know what they feel about things because they spend all of their time looking around going, okay, let me read the room and see what these people want. What do these people want me to be? How do they want me to act? And let me do it that way. So what happens is these men don't have their own foundation of thought. So they just kind of float along and they, they kind of pick up thoughts from here, from there, and they just kind of live off those. Whoever they're around, whoever gives them acceptance, that's how they act. Now, secure men, they don't live in silence because they don't find their value in the acceptance of others. You know, they like other people. They want people to like them, but they don't live for those other people. And secure men will still learn and grow, but they can do it out of a real desire to improve and not a desire to be liked. A lot of times insecure men will begin to grow and change, but really it comes down to they just want more acceptance. So they'll do something and it may be a good thing. But their motivation behind it is not so much self-improvement, self-development. It's a matter of being able to tell others and show others how much they've changed. I've seen it. I've seen insecure husbands who stay silent to appease their wife. You know, they, they don't say anything. They don't speak up because they'd rather have peace at home than anything else. And they don't realize what it does to their relationship, to the lack of respect, I've seen insecure dads stay silent to find acceptance from their kids. They won't speak up to their kids. They won't tell their kids what they're doing is wrong or even their friends. Like we've all known the guy who wants to be the cool dad. What is the cool dad? The cool dad is a man who's pretty insecure. I mean, if you want a 14 or 15 year old to like you, to think you're cool, that's an insecurity problem, especially when you're an adult. And as men, what we have to do is build a strong foundation of security in our life, or our insecurity will doom us to silence.
Okay, the second sign of silent man syndrome is silent men are busy. A lot of guys live their life busy. Now, I'm not saying there's not normalcy to that. A lot of us are busy. We have a lot of busy things. We're, you know, we're working, we got a family, we're doing all this stuff. That's normal. But, but here's the deal. When a man is busy, and when I say busy, I mean too busy. They live by the motto, I don't have time. Now, there may be some truth to that. You may have a schedule that's just crazy. And I understand that. But here's the deal. A lot of us as men, we, we wear what I call the crazy busy badge. And I've talked about it before on the podcast. It's a badge that we wear. And we wear it almost like a, a, a medal of honor to show other people, hey, let me tell you how busy I am. Let me tell you how much I have to do. Let me tell you how little sleep I get every night. And what we're doing is we're bragging. We're bragging. You know, I've heard guys, oh, I only need about four hours sleep a night. And and that's all I need. And I get a lot of stuff done and all this because I got a lot to do. I'm busy. I'm doing stuff all the time. And, And that's fine. Sometimes we go through seasons like that. But if you live your life that way, you're going to burn out. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt your body. You're going to hurt your health. All of those things are going to happen. But a lot of us as men, we stay busy. We're always busy. And when you're busy, you tend to be silent. You don't really speak up when you're busy. You don't take a stand on things. Why? Because you don't have time. You think, well, I should stop and say something about this, but I'm not going to because I just don't have time. You know, men who are busy don't have time to explain. They don't have time to build relationships. They don't have time to get close to people or speak into someone's life because they're busy. They've got to keep moving. They've got to keep growing, you know, and doing. And, And these are excuses. That's really what they are. And what happens is it compels us as men to stay silent. Now, I'm not saying you don't do busy seasons. I'm not saying you don't grow, you don't do all this stuff. But some of us never slow down and it becomes our excuse. We never stop. We're always on the go. So what happens out of that? Well, a lot of us get into relationships that are very superficial because we don't have time for the other person. You know, I know couples who they'll be married couples, they'll have kids, and they let their children's busy schedule control their marriage. Now, the problem with that is one day the kids are going to leave. And then you've got a husband and wife who haven't connected. They don't really have a relationship. They haven't really had a deep conversation in, you know, 10, 15 years. They don't know anything about each other. A lot of those marriages don't last. Why? Because they allowed the busyness of life to control them. They were busy, so they felt like they were doing something, but they weren't really taking a stand for life. And a lot of men do that. They tell themselves that, hey, I'm, I'm providing, you know, I'm being successful. I'm, I'm providing for my kids. I'm doing the right thing. A lot of times we're just doing that for ourselves. We're doing that to feel good about ourselves, but they're excuses. And busy men, they don't speak up. They don't speak up in life. Like a busy man, if he sees something in his work, maybe some unethical practices that coworkers are doing, he won't speak up because he's like, you know, I just can't because it could, it could hurt me at work. I don't have time. I've got I've to keep going. I've got to keep grinding. 
And a lot of busy men justify their own lack of ethics. They say things like, well, you know, I deserve this. I give so much to the company. It's okay if I do this. It's, I know they don't want me to, but it's no big deal. No one will find out. I deserve this. You see, when you're busy, you justify a lot. And there are men throughout history who've done that. And it's funny, we'll look at them and be like, oh, how could they do that? And we may be doing the very same thing. Busyness keeps us from becoming influential and really impacting others as men. And a lot of men stay in that busy zone and they don't really build those relationships to influence. They don't really impact others. They just get work done. They just check off things on the checklist. And too many men use busyness as a way to avoid conflict when maybe they should deal with something at home or at work. They just stay busy. You know, I'm just going to go do my thing. I'm not going to worry about them. And so the problem never gets solved. We just keep going on and being busy. And guys, if we're too busy to speak up, if we're too busy to lead, if we're too busy to build relationships, we're just too busy. All right, the third area of silent man syndrome is silent men are distracted. Now here's the reality. We live in a distracted world. You know, we carry around our own personal distraction device. Every one of us has it and every one of us uses it in different ways to distract ourselves. You know, I'm sure this has never happened to you, but you know, you start looking at something and next thing you know, it's 20 minutes, it's 30 minutes later. You know, when you're sitting on the toilet and your butt goes to sleep, yeah, that's a sign. That's a sign you kind of got lost in your distraction. I'm not saying I've ever done that, but I've, I've heard of people who've done that. I'm sure it wasn't me looking at TikTok videos until I can't stand up. But we've all done that. We've gotten distracted. You know, we've lost 20, 30 minutes of our life to that. But here's the problem. Men can focus on things that are distractions and they really become too important to us in our life to the point where we focus on just getting stuff done during the day so we can get to our distractions. Now, distractions are not bad in and of themselves, but they can keep us from really developing the way we should as men. Just like gaming. Gaming isn't a bad thing. A lot of guys, that's how they connect. They'll play games together. They keep up with friends on long distance by playing games with them. There's nothing wrong with that. But if it's too much, if you're doing it all the time, that can be a problem because men who only live for their gaming world aren't really living in the real world. They do all their stuff during the day. They just kind of get through it just so they can get to their gaming at night. They lose sleep. They, they show up to work foggy and lethargic because they're spending all their time gaming. They're not really building a relationship with their wife or their kids or anybody because they're just gaming. That's when it gets to be a problem. Now, that's just one example. Distractions can be many things for men. It can be gaming. It can be sports. I've seen guys who are so into their pro team or college team that they really don't do much else. Social media can be that. TV, movies. I mean, I could go on and on and on. We've all got different distractions. Again, none of them are bad. We should have hobbies. We should have things we're into. That's normal and that's healthy. But we've got to be careful how much we indulge in them. It's kind of like ice cream. Like I love Bluebell ice cream. And Bluebell ice cream isn't bad if you sit down and have a bowl. Now, when I say bowl, I mean like a regular bowl. 
But if you eat the whole tub in one sitting and you do that over and over again, that's going to be a problem. It's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt your ability to move, to get up, all kinds of things. And, and we notice that, but we don't think about the distractions in our life, how sometimes they can become a problem. And they're a problem when we use them to escape from reality. You know, when we don't live in reality, we don't speak up as men. We don't speak up to it. We say, we stay silent about it. You know, we don't do what we need to do. We just tend to exist, but we're not really focused on life. We're just wanting to get to our distraction. And that's not the way men were designed to be. Men are called to lead, to lead themselves first, their family and society. And when men live only for their distractions, they'll actually disengage from the world. They'll, they'll pull back and they'll get by. They'll do whatever's necessary to stay, you know, a part of life, but they're really only engaging with their distraction. And when you're distracted by something, when that's what you live for, you're going to be quiet. You're going to be silent because you're not living life. You're not living for the reality of life. You're only living for your distraction. And men who live with their distractions and that's all they live for, they're going to stay silent. All right, the fourth area of silent man syndrome is that silent men are shameful. Let me ask this question. Do character and integrity matter today? It's funny how everyone decries other people and the way they act when they do something that maybe doesn't show their character or integrity. But then when you maybe stay about something in their life, they say, hey, it's none of your business. I can do what I want. I'm free to do whatever I want. It's just not that way. There has to be a right and wrong. Society sets up right and wrong. And as men, we're called to stand up for what's right. When men don't stand up for what's right, wrong takes over. And what we have to do is have a standard. But many men don't. And the reason is they're eaten up with their own shame. Now, character and integrity should be the pillars of strength for men. We've seen it throughout history. When men begin to lose their character, when they begin to lose integrity, society just kind of deteriorates because those are pillars of strength for men. But when men are caught up in their own shame, they fall into a void of weakness. And that weakness happens because they don't really engage with life. They don't see what's going on. They're kind of focused on themselves. Dr. Henry Cloud in his book, Integrity, says this, character is the ability to meet the demands of reality. And I think that's powerful because that's one thing we don't look at with character. We think character is just doing the right thing. And that's part of it. But we do the right thing because it helps us meet the demands of reality. But when somebody doesn't have character, when somebody doesn't have integrity, they pull back from reality. They live in their own world. And there's a lot of men like that today. And that's why they're quiet. That's why they're silent. And a lot of men can't meet the demands of reality because they're caught up in their own shame. Maybe for things they've done or for things they're doing or for just the longings they have inside of them for things that aren't good. Have you noticed that as, as our society has gotten more sexualized and, and the growth of pornography has happened in our society, we've seen men grow more silent. 
Why is that? Because a lot of these men are dealing with their own inner shame that drives them. They live in a secret world that demands all their attention. So what's happening? They're not living in reality. They're not engaging with the world. They're not building relationships. It's like distractions, what we talked about. But it's more because distractions are one thing. But when you have shame, it's like you're distracted, but you're carrying this heavy weight with you. Can you imagine going out to run and then putting on a weight vest? There's a guy in my neighborhood who walks with a weight vest. You know, he does that. And that's, that's great, you know, because you're adding that extra weight. But can you imagine running a race and putting weights on and just burdening yourself down? That's a problem. But a lot of us as men, we're living our lives today carrying that weight of shame. And we've seen men who give in to maybe some unnatural desires. And what happens is it takes away their ability to live with character. That's why they're quiet. You know, they say things like, who am I to say anything? Who am I to judge? And society jumps on that. Oh, you can't judge other people. You can't do this. But let's look at the fruit we're getting. Let's look at the effects on our society. What happens when we have so many fatherless homes? When we see the abuse of young women and young men taking place? You know, people say, well, you know, Dave, it's always been that way. Well, yeah, there's always been situations like that. But you know, in our society, it's gotten worse. We've seen that happen. We've, we're seeing now the, the negative side of all the fatherlessness that we have in our world. And a lot of it comes from the fact that many men are living a quiet life. Why are they quiet? Because they're dealing with inner shame. So they don't speak up. They think, well, I can't say anything to this. Who am I to say it's wrong because I've got this, that, or the other? And that's a negative. And we need men to deal with their shame so they can take their place as the positive influencers of society. We're not made to carry shame. We're made to be leaders. We're made to speak up. So what we need to do as men is take care of our shame, deal with it, deal with the facts of what's going on, what we're dealing with, take care of it so we can move ahead and bring a positive difference to our world. All right, guys, closing out the show today and talking about the silent man syndrome, we've got to understand that it's time for us to quit being silent. It's time for us to do something. You think, who am I to do something, Dave? Who am I? I'm not perfect. Well, join the club. No man is perfect. No man's going to have all the answers. And no man's going to get it right all the time. So just assume that and keep going. Because we need men to speak up. We need men to stand up. We need men to lead. And what we've got to do is deal with our stuff. Maybe you deal with insecurity and that's why you're silent. Maybe you're just too busy and that's why you're silent. Maybe you live with a lot of distractions and you let those kind of take over your life and that's why you're silent. Or maybe you're just carrying a lot of shame in your life. What you have to do as a man is step up and deal with that stuff. You say, well, how do I do that? Well, first of all, you don't try to do it by yourself. You get help. You talk with other men. Maybe, maybe it's going to counseling. Maybe it's getting coaching. Whatever it takes, what you want to do is start facing the reality. You may be dealing with some things. You may got some things in your life that you need to take care of. Well, don't just sit back and expect them to go away. They're not going to do it. 
You've got to be able to step up and take care of them. And you can't do it alone. You may not be able to fix all of society. And that's where a lot of men are. They get discouraged. They're like, oh, the world's in such a mess. What can I do? Okay, you may not be able to change the whole world. But if each one of us as men fixes our world, we fix the world we influence, that's going to grow. And that will change the world. So I want to challenge you to start breaking out of the silent man syndrome today. Our society needs you. Don't wait around for someone else to do it. been listening to the confident man podcast click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode you can connect with david on facebook and instagram at david the maxwell find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me that's theconfidentman.me